Listening to this podcast does not create an attorney-client relationship between you and Hardison and Cochran Attorneys at Law. Hardison and Cochran does not accept new clients without first obtaining a signed agreement. The information shared in this podcast is for information purposes and should not be intended or taken as legal advice as to yours or anyone else's legal matter. If you have a legal matter, contact an attorney about your specific set of circumstances. Hello and welcome to the Hardison and Cochran podcast. I'm your host, Bill Campbell. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be talking about myths. More specifically, myths within the North Carolina workers' compensation system. Each year, Hardison and Cochran fields thousands of calls from injured workers looking for a free consultation. Now, when you're handling this amount of calls, you start to notice trends in what people are saying. Today, we're covering the five myths that we hear most from injured workers. Now, where do these myths come from? That's really hard to say, but many times when you're on the phone, it starts with, well, so-and-so said, and you can uh, substitute so-and-so for my buddy, a friend, a coworker, or even sometimes a boss or an HR person within the company. So let's get right into it. Here is my interview with Hardison and Cochran managing partner, Ben Cochran, on the top five myths he hears from injured workers in North Carolina. Myths in workers' compensation cases, and I know you and uh, Jack Hardison wrote a book, and uh, these are actually in there, but today we're going to go over them with you, and maybe there's uh, a little bit more you can add than, than the book adds to it. And the uh, first myth is, my employer will handle all the paperwork and documents associated with my workers' comp injury. Why, why is that a myth? The reason that's a myth is because the form that is required by the Industrial Commission to be filed by the employee so that they know that the employee is seeking benefits is called a form 18. And so it by its own name is a notice of accident by the employee. So the employer is not going to file this. They're not required to file this. They're not even going to think about filing. The form 18 is a particular form that is propounded by the industrial commission to be utilized by injured employees. That is the paperwork that needs to be filed out by the injured employee. Every case that we sign up, we contact the industrial commission. We ask them if a form 18 is on file, ask them to send it to us. We review it. If we don't think it's complete and accurate, we will file another one on behalf of our, our, our injured employee. If there is not one filed, we obviously file one on every single case because the Form 18 is one of the most important documents to be filed with the Industrial Commission. Additionally, many employers, many insurance companies do not file the admission paperwork with the Industrial Commission, even though that they're required to do so. They may begin payments without filing this information, even though the statute is clear. It says that they shall file forms with the Industrial Commission delineating how they're making payments. So you cannot rely on whether or not the employer and or insurance company is going to appropriately file the paperwork. Once we sign up our folks and once we have reviewed their Industrial Commission files, if it is necessary for additional documentation to be filed, we reach out to the insurance company or the self-insured employer and we say, we've got a copy of the Industrial Commission file. 
we are missing some forms that we don't see have been filed in this case. Can you tell us whether or not these particular forms have been filed? We come back, we make sure that all the appropriate forms are filed because you cannot count on someone else to make sure that your rights are protected. Okay. Myth number two, if you file a workers' compensation claim in North Carolina, you are suing your employer. Workers' compensation in North Carolina is governed by the Industrial Commission. Workers' compensation is not a court jurisdiction to where you are filing a lawsuit. It is an administrative hearing body within the Industrial Commission, so it is an administrative practice. You are not going to have to go down to Superior Court or District Court and file a lawsuit. The Industrial Commission is an administrative body that oversees the administrative practice of workers' compensation. So it is not a lawsuit, and you are not suing your employer. If I file a North Carolina workers' compensation settlement, I will be getting money for my pain and suffering. In North Carolina, workers' compensation benefits are made available for loss of earning capacity, meaning your inability to go to work. So you can get lost wages. Compensation is paid for medical treatment. If you have received medical treatment, then you are entitled to having payment for those medical expenses. You are also entitled to what's called permanent partial impairment. Those are benefits that are available based upon the nature of your injury and what the overall permanency of that injury has done to your ability to work. Unfortunately, in North Carolina, there is no pain and suffering allotted for settlement purposes for a workers' compensation claim. The primary thinking behind this is that workers' compensation is most notably seen as a strict liability or an exclusive remedy, meaning that if an individual is injured on the job as a result of an accident, no matter what the cause of it, that person is entitled to benefits. So. Based upon that theory, there is no pain and suffering because it's not a situation to where necessarily it has to be the fault of any individual. And so when you remove fault, the Industrial Commission and the legislature decided that we will remove pain and suffering. Prior to the Workers' Compensation Act, an injured employee had to sue their employer based upon the employer's negligence. And in that situation, the injured employee was entitled to pain and suffering if the employer had been negligent. When the Workers' Compensation Act was created, we removed the requirement of negligence. And as a trade-off, the legislature also removed any claim for pain and suffering. My accident happened, and my employer said I was negligent, so I'm not allowed to file a workers' compensation claim. In North Carolina, the accident can even be your fault, and you can be entitled to workers' compensation benefits. There are very limited exceptions as to where an injured employee is barred due to their own actions. The limited exceptions revolve around, first and foremost, an intentional act, of course. If an injured employee is injured when they are intentionally doing something to hurt themselves, Obviously, the law is not going to allow them to have a recovery. 
second and most common that you see an attempt by an insurance company to bar an injured employee based upon their own actions is they argue an intoxication. So the insurance company can use statutory excerpts to argue that if an injured employee was intoxicated when they were injured, and that's the reason that it happened, then yes, they can attempt to bar the injured employee from benefits. But it's very important to know that the intoxication must be determined by legally used means to determine whether or not that person was intoxicated. So what I mean by that is, is that if someone has a breathalyzer, um, they've been drinking alcohol and they blow over 0.08 and they were involved in a car wreck while they were on the job, then the insurance company is going to allege that the intoxication defense, because they have a legally recognized standard of the intoxilizer from the breath test indicating that they are over a legal limit. This becomes much more difficult when you're looking at any other substance involved other than alcohol, because we really don't have tests that are able to indicate that someone is in an appreciable condition for, say, using cocaine, marijuana, methamphetamines, things of that uh, type of, uh, of, of, uh, grouping in terms of, uh, narcotics. So those are much more difficult for the insurance companies to allege, but they do it. They do it every single time. And the reason being is, is because it's an available defense and they'll do it. But mostly if an injured employee is injured and it was simply due to their simple negligence, they are entitled to workers' compensation benefits. And the last myth, my employer said I'm not allowed to file for workers' compensation benefits because I did not report the accident or my injury within 24 hours of it happening. We receive a lot of calls from individuals who have been told by their supervisor or HR that they are not able to file a claim because they didn't file it within 24 hours. Now, individual companies may have that as a policy or procedure that you are to file a workers' compensation claim within 24 hours. That may be their individual policy, but let's all be clear, that is not the law. The law requires for the injured employee to give written notice to the employer within 30 days, and then there are exceptions to that. So when you look at it and you're looking at 24 hours, 48 hours, uh, even a week, those are not time frames that are acknowledged by the Industrial Commission or Chapter 97 of the North Carolina General Statutes. Use 30 days written notice as a go-by. If you are injured, you really do want to report it immediately. Because the farther you get away, the less likely it is that the insurance company is going to accept the claim because the longer you get away from the date of injury, the less credible it appears. Because most insurance companies say, well, if you'd have really gotten hurt on that day, you would have told us on that day. 
So when we look at it, we always tell folks, yes, report it as quickly as possible. But if somebody's told you it had to be done within 24 hours, 48 hours, that's just not right. The law is 30 days written notice. 